The People's Navy's sensors had detected him hours ago, but the peeps hadn't tried anything fancy. They'd simply formed a wall between his task force and its objective and steered to meet him well inside the system's hyperlimit. That left him the initiative, yet there was only so much he could do with it. They knew why he was here, and they were inside him and able to stay there. Worse, they were staying together without the erratic maneuvering he'd seen so often. They outnumbered him by four to three, and he'd abandoned any thought of tactical sleight of hand in the face of their steadiness, but he was confident in his ship's qualitative superiority. If he could neither split them up nor outmaneuver them, he was willing enough to meet them head on. He checked the range once more, then looked into the comm screen to Queen Kytran's command deck. Very well, Captain Goldstein. You may open fire. Aye, aye, my lord. Captain Frederick Goldstein rapped, and the first massive salvo spat from Queen Kytran's port broadside. The rest of Battle Squadron 21 fired with her, and all eight super dreadnoughts simultaneously flushed the missile pods towing astern of them. Batrun 8 and Batrun 17's dreadnoughts followed suit, and 3,200 impeller drive missiles lanced out across five and a half million kilometers of vacuum. Whitehaven watched their outgoing tracks, and his frown deepened. The opening phase was almost classic, straight out of the tack manuals, yet he felt a nagging, unformed uneasiness. He had nothing overt to justify it, but there were more targets over there than there should have been. Peep resistance had been spotty for months, based on whatever frontier formations had held together long enough to be redeployed against Manticore's drive on Trevor Star. But this formation's unit strength looked far more like a proper task force, and the difference between its steady, unswerving course and the confusion which had plagued Peep fleet commander since the war's start was too marked. It roused an instinctive wariness, and that instinct jabbed at him like a sharp stick. It was why he'd fired at such long range, rather than closing before he unleashed his first and heaviest salvo, and he made himself sit, motionless, fighting an urge to fidget, as return fire stippled his plot. That fire was lighter than the deluge his own ships had spawned, for the peeps had no equivalent of Manticore's missile pods, but there were four full battle squadrons, 32 ships of the wall, all of them super dreadnoughts over there. The peep wall of battle spat 1,200 birds back at him, and Whitehaven swallowed a stillborn curse as he realized they'd concentrated solely on Batrun 21's eight units. The deadly fireflies streaked toward one another. Queen Kytrin twitched as she expelled her second broadside and her third, and then the green dots of defensive fire spewed out to meet the destruction roaring down on Whitehaven's lead squadron. Peep missiles began to die, ripped apart by charging counter-missiles, but there were simply too many targets. The peeps were catching on. Their tightly concentrated fire was an unmistakable bid to saturate Batrun 21's point defense, and despite Manticore's superior technology, at least some of that massive salvo would get through. Whitehaven's opening broadsides reached attack range first and drove in through the desperate lattice of last-ditch defenses. Lasers swiveled and spat coherent light, fighting to kill the incoming missiles at least 25,000 kilometers out, 
but probability theory plays no favorites. Whitehaven had spread his fire over three squadrons, not one, yet his salvo density was actually greater, and bomb-pumped lasers gouged at their targets as laser heads began to detonate. Impeller wedge sidewalls twisted and attenuated the beams, but scores of them got through, and battle-steel hulls spat glowing splinters. Atmosphere streamed from the peep leviathan's lacerated flanks, men and women died, weapons were smashed away, and energy signatures fluctuated as drive nodes blew apart. Yet, even as Whitehaven's missiles pounded his enemies, the remnants of the first massive Havenite salvo broke past his own counter-missiles. It was his laser cluster's turn to spit fire, but Batrun-8's lasers were too far astern to range effectively. It was all up to Batrun-21 and Batrun-17, and they simply had too few clusters.